0: Welcome to the Limitless Mindset Podcast. My name is Blake Clark, and I am the founder and visionary of Limitless Real Estate, and also the team lead of the Clark team. My goal with this podcast is to show you that your possibilities are truly limitless with the right mindset and outlook on life. On this podcast, you're going to hear from not only myself, but also other members within our brokerage, as well as my team. And we're going to be discussing all things real estate, mindset, goal setting, and what it takes to build a good business and succeed in life. Thanks so much for joining us and welcome. All right, guys, hopefully you guys have had an absolutely incredible week. Uh, It's been a busy one for me. We've got a lot of things in the works right now. Um, one of my biggest focuses this year was going into, uh, learning some new things into real estate, right? I'm constantly evolving. I'm always looking for new things to learn. I'm looking for other avenues to uh, pursue as far as passive income goes. Uh, so for me, you know, the fun thing about this business is there's so many different things you guys can do, uh, with getting into real estate. I had no idea when I first got into real estate, uh, for those of you guys have been following me for a while, I got into it just because, uh, my first interest in it was owning rental properties and also, uh, you know, going in and finding fix and flip properties and doing a little bit of that. And uh, I had really no idea that I would actually become a real estate professional. Uh, I had no idea that I'd probably end up in the top 1% in the state of Arizona. It just turned out that I loved all things real estate. Um, I was really good at solving problems for people and helping people. And, uh, you know, I kind of took that path for five to seven years, you know, last few years, just kind of going heavy on that scaled up my business scaled up a massive team that was awesome scaled up a brokerage now which is growing and it's been a lot of fun Uh, but one thing that I had kind of set a goal for myself going into this year was kind of opening up other avenues of opportunity for agents that come into our brokerage Uh, I'm a firm believer in not being like I said a singular agent but more of a dynamic agent which we spoke about on the previous podcast and so to become that in the way that I'm beneficial to uh, those that are here to basically kind of get behind me and and learn from me is I need to constantly be learning. I need to constantly be evolving. Um, While I am great at doing the traditional side of things, one of the things I absolutely love doing is getting creative on the off market uh, type of real estate. I've been doing it for a little while now. I actively invest, my wife and I do. We got investment properties, you know, got some rental properties. I've done some wholesaling. I've done some fix flips. Uh, And as the brokerage has grown, I've noticed that there's been uh, a large amount of our agents that have wanted to get into other passive forms of real estate. And the thing I love about it is that the more you know about real estate, the more that you have uh, your hands kind of tied into other avenues and aspects of real estate, it really helps you problem solve for some of your clients. So for me, uh, this year, I've been going really heavy on the off market. We've been going after a lot of the distressed properties, uh, people that are in unfortunate situations that need a solution. And sometimes that solution does not make sense to go on the market. Uh, maybe they are in a time constraint pinch, right? They don't have the time to go on the market for four weeks. Uh, it could be a situation where the house is severely worn down, distressed, uh, hasn't been updated in a really long time, it just doesn't make sense to put it on the market. Uh, it could be a situation where, you know, the house is, you know, they They got certain health problems and they don't want a lot of people coming through their house. I mean, there's so many different situations that, to be honest with you, nobody taught me about when I first got into this business. Uh, You know, and that's why I'm so passionate about learning other ways to do this and teaching other agents. So this year I've been going really heavy on still maintaining my traditional business, but also learning, navigating, growing, scaling the off market side of things and creating more opportunities for agents in our brokerage. So I've been busy with that. Uh, it's, it's been interesting for me to be honest with you. It's uh it's a learning curve. <laughs> it's one of those things you have to completely approach things from a different perspective. Not everything is about putting a house on the market and listing it at high price. It's okay. Let's look at everything from a case by case situation and see what option you have. And then from there, I need to learn about having multiple different tools in my tool belt, right. To solve their problems for them. Uh, so it has been, uh, humbling. It's been challenging. It's been, uh, it's been a lot of fun. Uh, it's been extremely rewarding. And like I said, uh, extremely difficult for me, uh, to just kind of do this. I almost feel like a new agent in some ways when I first got into the business, because I'm kind of like setting my sights on certain things that I don't know about and just completely immersing myself, uh, just taking the jump and just going all in. And it's been a lot of fun. Um, It's been challenging, but it's been fun. And that's the things that keep me growing is is constantly challenging myself. So to jump into the topic of today's podcast for you guys, I wanted to add some value for some of you, you know, one of the gosh, I could tell you guys is the brokerage owner here, uh, you know, in in team lead. And, you know, so many people reach out, hey, I want to get into real estate. I'm ready to get going. I'm ready to start, you know, and um, I just wanted to drop something today that is going to add some value to you guys uh, before you enter this career maybe you're already in this career. And also some of these things are going to tie into many other careers that have a sales centered background, right? It does not need to be just real estate, but really a sales centered background. I wanted to give you guys five things that I think are the core fundamentals that you need to understand if you're going to be getting into sales. Uh, Because I think a lot of people don't really understand sales, even though they're getting into sales, they don't understand what sales is. Uh, They think it's just selling things. And to be honest with you, to be a great salesperson, to be uh, extraordinary, at what it is you do to be the best in what it is you do, you really need to you know approach this with the right mindset. So for me, I wanted to get on here today. This is something that I was thinking about this week. You know, how can I add some value to these guys? If I had somebody uh, that I was just getting into real estate, what would I want that person to tell me? What are the things that I would you know to get me started in this business, in the industry, uh, or any other industry in the sales environment? What would I need to know? Uh, as core fundamentals to get myself started, other than obviously learning the basic skills of that job or product or service? What's the core pillars that I need to know? Um, And the number one rule in sales, I want everybody to understand this. When you get into sales, uh, like I said, real estate, doesn't matter, technology, customer service, doesn't matter what it is. When you get into it, uh, you, in most cases, are probably going to transition from a hourly wage or a salary into a performance-based uh, pay scale. Now, it could be a combination of a base salary plus bonus, uh, you know, full on sales. Most of those people are commission based. And one thing I want you to wrap your guys' head around when you get into this business is you're paid what you are worth, right? <laughs> so many people have a hard time understanding that, right? Well, this person's making this much money and I'm not making this much, or this person's doing this well. This person has such a great time getting sales, whatever you have to understand in the sales business that you are paid what you are worth. I want you to think about that for a second, right? When you are getting into, we're just going to use real estate for an example. Uh, Let's say you decide to take the path of real estate agent, right? When you get into real estate right now in the state of Arizona, there's a little over 80,000 licensed individuals, I believe from the last stats, 80,000 people that you were competing against. I think of those, I believe active, it's a little around like 77,000, maybe a little less, give or take. What value do you have over those people, right? It's yes. Do all those people have a real estate license? Absolutely. Well, obviously you have to have one. If you're going to be a real estate professional, you know, when it comes to a residential real estate or commercial real estate agent. So, okay. You guys all have the license. Great. Sounds good. You guys are all started ground zero base one. Now, what value do you bring over any one of those other 80,000 plus licensed agents. Right. And I want you to think about this because everybody assumes it's a fair game, right? I got my license. They got their license. They make this much money. I'm going to make this much money. It does not work that way in a sales environment. Right. It doesn't matter what you're selling. Everybody has access to sell something per se. Right. And so you are going to be paid directly in correlation with the value that you bring people, right? So that's step number one. I would say, sit down and really think about what your value is, right? How do you become more valuable? Well, become more valuable by basically learning your product, learning your skill, you know, and it's going to tie into some of these other things that I'm talking about. If I had to speed this process up for you guys, go get a coach, go get a mentor, go get somebody that is where you want to be doing exactly what it is you want to do. And the beautiful thing about it is, is a mentor or a coach can come in all different forms, right? Maybe you're amazing at product knowledge, but your ability to have conversations with people is really hard, right? Go get a coach that shows you how to basically open up the lines of communication, right? Are you that person that can walk into a room and basically strike up a conversation with anybody? Or are you that person that kind of sits in the corner, right? Are you introvert? Are you extrovert? There's going to be things that you're going to need to work on, right? Is it, hey, I'm amazing at what I do. I'm extremely customer centric based. I'm really good at solving problems, but I'm Absolutely horrible with lead gen. Guess what? Go get a coach that's going to teach you how to do lead gen to create more value, right? Get in front of those people. But that, like I said, key point number one you are paid directly what you are worth. So think about that. If you look at the people that are where you want to be, they're just scaling it and absolutely killing it. I guarantee you they are creating value for their customers and clients. No value equals no exchange for monetary goods, aka money, right? So secondly, is the more hands you shake, the more money you are going to make. It's a simple philosophy. Uh, for those of you guys who have been following me for a while, right, in sales and any other aspect, um, I take a very interesting approach to this. Some people may disagree. I got no problem with that, but I'm still going to stand behind my thoughts on this, that uh, in any form of sales or business, you're in some ways, you really need to be a marketer before you're going to be a quote-unquote salesperson, Right again, to tie into what we just talked about, you can be the absolute best salesperson out there. But if nobody knows you exist, if nobody knows your product exists, nobody knows your service exists. uh, You know, if the only people on your social media, you got 200 friends total right now, right? What are your odds going to be every time you make a post on social media, if you got 200 friends, right? Maybe your social media profile is private and nobody can see it. And you're out there sharing your post into Facebook world, right? You're sharing it into groups. But because your page is private, nobody knows who you are. Your page is locked up. Guess what? Nobody's going to see the posts that you're sharing into groups because you're private. They don't get to know you, right? You're not growing your network, right? Are you out there networking with other people? Are you getting out of your comfort zone and going out and surrounding yourself with potential clients and uh, customers, right? This is something you know, see so many people get into sales and then they just start doing their marketing, but they don't actually focus on expanding their network, right? They don't focus on going out and meeting new people. They don't focus on shaking hands with people. They don't, you know, they, especially this is something that you're going to struggle with by the way if you are an introvert and you're not an extrovert if you're one of those people that just has a really hard time building relationships, building customers, uh you know it's, it's 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 going to be hard. I'm going to be very honest with you. It's going to be a challenging career. It's not to say it's impossible because in some ways I'm a big introvert. I love people, I'm good with people. I can strike up conversations with people. Uh with that being said, I'm also very much content with being around myself, being alone by myself. I love going home and shutting out the world. I love being by myself. I love going in the morning runs and workouts by myself there. I love being by myself. Uh, In some ways, I actually have to force myself to be an extrovert. Uh, Again, I really do like people I like getting in the mix. I like it, but it's not my entire life, right? So that's something I constantly had to work on was, okay, how can I get myself out there more? This may look like to you as uncomfortable it is. Get on social media, make videos, right? Let the world know who you are. Go out and go to other networking events. Go get into masterminds, right? Maybe go put yourself into a company that has a lot of people, right? Go hire a coach so they can connect you with other people that they know in the industry that you want to get into, But the reality of it is, is it's a numbers game, Uh, very much a numbers game when it comes to sales. The more people that you know, the bigger that your network is, Uh, the more people that you do a good job with, or the more friends, family, supporters that you guys have out there or past customers that you do a great job with, those people are going to be your megaphone out there that are going to then refer people to you, right? So it's a numbers game. It should always be a focus of yours when you get into sales to grow your overall network, right? To meet more people, to help you get potentially more business. If you're marketing to a hundred person, the person that is out there and knows a thousand people is by default most likely gonna get more business than you, even if you have a higher skill set because you're only reaching a hundred people, they're reaching a thousand people, right? Super common sense. Not a lot of people take this into consideration. I'll see people all the time get into sales, they'll make a few posts, they'll maybe send some mailers out. You know, they they focus so much on learning the knowledge and the data, which is a key part, but they absolutely you know tank on the marketing side of things. And when it comes to marketing, you need to figure out how to get your message out there and how to reach more people. Right. Third concept that I think you guys need to learn when you get into sales is going to be don't sell people. You need to help people. This is something that a lot of people really mess up on, you know, they'll go in when they're in some form of sales. Again, this could really tie this into anything, you know, real estate, insurance, healthcare, it doesn't matter. And you guys are out there and you're so focused on getting out there and just pushing your product on people, right? Without actually taking the time to get to know people and get to know what it is that they need, right? Who knows, you know, especially like I just talked about in the beginning of this podcast, right? Right. Uh, I like to have an assortment of tools in my tool belt for the trade that I am in, basically, right? I don't want to walk in there with you know, a hammer, right? To do a job, basically, if I'm a con- construction worker, right? Hey, I'm going to go in and do a remodel. I need my bathroom done. Cool. Let me bring my hammer, right? You're going to need a whole different kind of tools, depending on what it is that you're trying to do for that project, right? Depending on how complex it is, how easy it is. It doesn't matter. You want to have a whole, you know, tool belt full of things to do to complete that job so that you're not constantly having to, you know, turn business away. Well, I can't do this job because I don't have a razor blade. I only got my hammer with me today. No, you, you need different tools to solve problems for people. So, so many salespeople go out there and just try to sell a product on somebody without even actually knowing what it is that person needs, right? Get to know your people, get to know, like you need to position yourself basically where you're there to solve problems for people and help people, not sell people, right? That's kind of contradictory in sales, right? Called sales. I do understand that. But some of the best salespeople that I know, right, are the ones that can solve problems for people. They're the ones that listen. You guys have heard of the old 80-20 rule, right? Where you are... Talking to people, and you need to ask them a lot of questions, right? If you're doing a majority of the talking, if you're not actually asking them questions, if they're not telling you what they need, if they're not telling you about the problems that they have, they're not telling you about their concerns, and then you're taking that information, digesting it, and then basically coming up with potential solutions for them, you guys are doing your job wrong, and you're trying to sell somebody. Fourth concept that you guys need to get down is you need to position yourself as the expert. Right. What does this look like? How can you position yourself as an expert? Well, easier said than done. Right. It's really not that hard. You just need to get out there and you really need to study and you need to become a master of your craft. I see a lot of people get really good at something, right? I mean, really good. They're going to focus 100% on marketing or maybe, you know, whatever the the rules are when they first get into real estate. You know, a a great example of this actually that's coming to mind for me right now is, you know, you look at people that are good at real estate Uh, 20 years ago, right? Before we had social media marketing, before we had drone photos, before we had all these things, right? Marketing might've looked like an expert, Uh, I'm going to take your listing and I'm going to put it in this book. Uh, for those of you guys that don't know before they had the MLS, they actually had a book, looked like a phone book with listings in there that would get published monthly. (laughs) And that's how you go out and sell a house back in the day. Right. Kind of crazy how far we have actually come and how many tools we have at our fingertips. Right. Let's say that that person was killing it, right? They were great at, you know, kind of shaking hands and networking, but their marketing was lacking and they never really looked to grow past that point. Well, today's day and age, marketing is such a huge part of sales now because it's so dynamic. There's so many different avenues you can use in marketing. It's not your traditional TV, radio, billboard, newspaper. There's so many different things you can do when it comes to marketing, right? Right. So one of the biggest things that people are looking for is how are you going to sell my house, right? How are you going to get it in front of as many people as possible? How are you going to get me top dollar for this thing? How are you going to solve my problem? How are you going to take, uh, you know, this... This situation that I'm in right now, and how are you going to bring in people that can help me out? Or how are you going to make this transition, right? And again, this is where I talk about you constantly have to be learning, you constantly have to take on new knowledge, you constantly have to be looking at new industry standards and expectations, always have to be growing. And a lot of people mess this up, right? They get so good at sales. They get extremely confident. They're killing it. They're on top of the world. And then they never focus on constantly adapting and changing with the times and learning new skill sets, right? Confidence comes from competence. Uh, and again, I'm going to say that one more time. Confidence comes from confidence. The more confident that you are in something, the more repetitions you do with it, the more you practice, the better you get at it. The more situations you put yourself in, the more confident you are going to get at that. Right? You're going to be considered one of the industry experts if your constant rebuttal is when you go in and meet with people. I don't know. I got to find out. I don't know. That's okay to say you don't know. By the way, nothing wrong with that. No need to BS them. But if you don't know the answer to that, when you leave that appointment, you better go out and you better learn everything you can learn about. That so, that when you're in that situation again, you now have the answer to that problem to solve for people, right? Pillar number five that I want you guys to understand too your prospects already have the answers, you just need to ask the right questions for them. So, really think about that for a second, guys. A lot of your prospects that you guys are going to come across and meet in a sales environment know that they need something. They may not know exactly what they need, right? Some kind of problem solve, some kind of service that needs to be provided for them. Uh, But guys, they have the answers, not you. Okay, this is super confusing for a lot of people. I know that sounds confusing. But when you start approaching your conversations this way, knowing that your clients, right? And again, this comes back to asking the right questions, of, you know, it's not just, Hey, I have a problem. Okay, cool. Here's how you're going to solve it. That's it. Right. You got to ask more questions for them. You got to ask, okay, guys, what's, what's going on right now? what's what problems are you having? And then they're going to tell you, right, here's the problem that I'm having, or uh, here's what I need help with, right? And then you ask a little bit more of a probing question. Okay, well, what are you concerned about? What what do you not know about this right now? And you guys need to really walk them down the path to help them feel a little more confident uh, in you, by the way, because again, this is going to tie right back into you being an expert in your field is having the ability to pull the answers out of your clients, right? In sales, nobody really wants to be sold. That's just the truth, right? Nobody likes the person that's out there telling them what they need to do. Most people don't want to be sold, right? But what people do want is they want to be helped, right? You have to solve a problem for them. Part of helping somebody is asking them the right questions, right? Asking them what's going on. What's the pain point? What are they lacking right now? Uh, What do they think that they need to help solve that problem? And eventually, you're going to get the right questions out of them. You're going to find that they have the answers themselves. They, in a way, they know believe it or not, most people know that when they call you, they kind of do know the answer. They're looking for you to give them a little reassurance in how to uh, navigate that process, right? Whether it may be buying a product, maybe they need your services. uh, Maybe they just need some help with something. It doesn't matter. But if you're asking the right questions, you're going to find that your prospect already knows the answers, right? They have it. You just need to guide them in the right direction to get to those answers. So again, just to recap for you guys, you guys are going to be paid what you are worth. Don't forget that. That's the number one rule in sales. You wanna get paid more, make sure you're worth more, right? Obtain more knowledge. Uh, get get more competent in what you're doing right now any areas that you are lacking in right if you don't feel uh, comfortable speaking to something maybe you don't have the information that you need go out there and get the information Uh, you want to really fast track that go get yourself a coach go hire a coach to help you go hire somebody in your area of expertise or field that is where you want to be because really you got two choices right you can fumble through this and you'll figure it out and I and I fully fully believe by the way that you will figure it out I have fumbled through a lot of things and figured it out out. <laughs> Honestly, if I had to go back and do it again, and what I do do today is that if I need to learn something very quickly, if I'm taking on a new project, if I'm taking on a new skill set, if I'm taking on a new uh, challenge that I do not know the answers to, you guys better believe the first thing I'm doing is reaching out to somebody that is an industry professional in that particular avenue that I'm trying to go down, and I'm asking them to coach me. What's it going to take for you to help me? What can you teach me? I want to get from here to there as fast as possible. There's going to be a lot of effort and work for you to put in. But again, if you guys can go to somebody that already has that experience and knowledge and they can help you get from point A to point B, if they can open their playbook for you, and help you out with that, guys, do that. That is probably the best piece of advice I can give you. It's something that I do to this day myself. I did not do it when I first got into the business, and I think I slowed myself down a couple years by just fumbling through it myself. Set your ego aside. Reach out to somebody. Show them that you're serious. Ask for help, right? Make yourself available to meet more people. Again, the more hands you make or the more hands you shake, the more money you're going to make, right? Go out there and meet people, network, grow your database, increase your odds, increase your numbers, right? You need to get out there. If you're an introvert, basically, you need to figure out how to meet more people. You need to step out of your comfort zone, get that phone out, right? Whip the camera on, put it in your face, put a message out there. No matter how uncomfortable it feels, share yourself with the world. Let them know who you are let them know what you're about. Let them know what you know, products and services you're offering. You guys have nothing to lose. It's friggin' free at this time of day, right? You guys have to get out there, network, meet new people, go out and meet new people in your industry, right? That might even be a great way to go out and just learn some free knowledge. Just go show up at local networking events, you know, call people that, Hey, I'd love to learn from you. What can you teach me? Increase that network, right? Get out there, meet people, socialize again, don't sell people help people. You guys are not there to sell them a product or service. You guys are there to figure out what problems you can solve and how you can help them. That is what you guys need to focus on. That's going to tie right into point number one. You're paid what you're worth. The more you can help people, the higher your worth is going to be. Position yourself as an expert always be learning. Stop the uh, thinking you made it. Once you kind of made it in a certain avenue, you guys constantly need to be learning. You constantly need to be growing. You need to understand data. You need to understand facts. You need to understand statistics, right? Within your industry, because these are the things that are going to position yourself as an expert. The more tools in your tool belt, when you walk into uh, an appointment with one of your potential prospects, the more you're going to be able to help them, right? And then fifth, again, just a recap. Prospects have the answers, guys. They already know what they need. They may not know exactly what they need. They may not know the product that they need. They may not know the exact service or the exact solution, but they know that they need help with something. They have that answer. It's your job to ask the right questions, right? To pull that out of them so that you can help them bridge that gap, right? Make an agreement with them. Um, Again, you're not going to figure this out if you're just walking into these appointments, trying to sell them on something and provide just an answer until you actually ask the right questions, get a very clear idea of what it is that they need help with, what product they may need, what service they may need, right? Ask these questions and then you're going to find that they know the answers and you're going to basically plug in your product or service to be able to provide that solution for them. And guess what? If you don't have that product or you don't have that service, let them know that you are going to get them in touch with somebody. Don't just leave them hanging on there. At the end of the day, help as many people as you possibly can that's all I got for you guys today. Like I said, please keep these in mind. (laughs) These are, you know, probably the best piece of advice I can give any of you guys that are in any form of sales environment uh, or anything like that. These five pillars are something that I've always focused on in my business and my career, and they have helped me scale, you know, exponentially. So again, if you guys found value in this, if it was helpful, all I ask you guys to do is pay the fee. Please share it. I don't charge any money for any of this kind of stuff. I do this to help people out there. I love to see people win. I love to see people succeed. Um, I think people overcomplicate this kind of stuff in their mind. I think a lot of people have so much potential in them that they is untapped and they're not utilizing. So that's why I created this podcast was to help people just basically pass down some knowledge. I have some things that are helping me win. And so again, if this was helpful, if you guys know of anybody that may benefit, feel free to share it for them. It doesn't cost anything. Put it up on social media, share it, give it a thumbs up, give it a like, and always shoot me a DM if you guys want to hear of anything else as well. I love the feedback. I love adding value to you guys. So if you guys have something you want to cover, drop me a DM guys, as always, hopefully you guys get out there. It's almost another week. Hopefully you guys crush it.